Welcome to Funding the Dream, a podcast for Kickstarters focused on the board game industry. My name is Richard Bliss, your host, and this show is sponsored to brought and brought to you by The Game Whisperer, which is me as well. And I wanted to say thank you for listening. I've gotten so many feedback and emails and tweets, and uh, it's enjoyable to reach out and kind of communicate. It's like we're having a conversation. You're in your car, I'm in your radio or your uh, your iPod or your iPhone, and we're sitting and we're talking to each other, and we're discussing things, and I'm sharing ideas with you. And in return, you're reaching out and sharing ideas with me. And I just wanted to say thank you. I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the people that I've got to talk to, the people I've got to meet, and the ongoing relationships that are being built up. This has been a lot of fun doing the podcast. It takes a lot of work, but I've really enjoyed it. And so I just wanted to say thank you before we got started. And speaking of getting started, let's get started. First of all, Kickstarter uh, today sent out an update of kind of year in review of Kickstarter themselves. And it was a fascinating read, a lot of good information. And if and if you listen to my show, you probably subscribe to a Kickstarter project. And if you do, then you probably got the email as well. But in case you didn't, or even if you did, hey, let's talk about it because it's kind of fun. And I like to talk to talk about things with my friends. So in 2011, Oh, you know what? Before we do, sorry to be all over the map on this one. I don't have a co-host. Nobody to hold my hand and tell me, show me which way to go. I'm going to talk about, first of all, on Purple Pawn. I write on Purple Pawn and keep an update of the ongoing projects that are on Kickstarter, where they're at, how many days are left, what their funding goal is, and the percentage they have to reach that funding goal. On Fridays, I tend to do kind of a last chance. Hey, take a quick last chance. Here's some games to look at. Uh, This is Monday that I'm recording this. It's going to come out uh, Monday night. And I'm going to have kind of uh, introduce you to some new projects that you might want to look at this week and have you don't forget about some that that are happening. So don't forget, uh, Order of Professional Sorcerers is about to run out. they got about two days left, a little less than two days, and they're sitting at about 74%. Now, these guys, I think, hopefully they haven't thrown in the towel and given up and don't think they can make it because I think they can. 25%. That's a lot of money because they ask for a lot of money, but if you're going to ask that for that much money and put this much work into it, don't give up at the end. Go, guys. Go tr- give it a try. Cave Master. It's a couple of days away, sitting at 93%. It's a stone punk RPG. I think they'll make that fine. They just need, uh, at 93%, they just need a little bit more money. And then uh, that's it. Well, let's see. We've got Streets of Bedlam. That's about to end 237%. It's an ultra-violent neo-noir RPG. If that's your thing, go get them before they're gone. And they're sitting at 230%, so they have no problem. But this episode, it's kind of introduce you to some new projects that maybe just came out on the, the scene and you haven't got a chance to look at yet. So I'm, I've decided for this season, a season of the Funding the Dream lasts about two months or maybe 16 to, 16 to 20 episodes. It takes a lot of work. By the way, this show is brought to you today by... My dog, Bella, who's in the background growling out the window. I don't want to let her out. She'll just bark. A 70-pound giant schnauzer. So if you hear her whine, come up and lick the microphone or bark in the background, you'll know that she has something to say. So that's just my little disclaimer right now of what that noise is. A low, rumbling, uh, very scary 75-pound big black dog. I call them ninja dogs because they've got those Batman ears that stick up and you can't see them in the dark except for their teeth. And I got two of them. And they're scary in in the dark. I digress. What we've got, <laughs> Bella, please. What we've got is uh, I've decided to expand a little bit this season and in, include a few more game-related 
Kickstarter projects. Now, one thing I'm not putting on there, and hopefully it's run its course, is the whole rebranding artwork of a deck of cards. I'm sorry, that's just artwork, and it's not going to fall under my category. You could argue that it's a game, whatever, but it's not going to be on my show, and it's not going to be on my on my list. So those are the, about the only thing I'm excluding. And video games. We're really not into video games. That's a whole other category that's out there. So that with that said, I've got a few interesting new game projects, if you want to call it that, on my list this week out on purplepawn.com. The first one, it's got 10 days to go. They are 62% of the way to reaching their funding goal of $3,500, and the game is called Irish Language Hunt. Irish Language Hunt. And what it is, it's a series of videos that you play and a game you play to rapidly become fluent in Gaelic? Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea how to pronounce it, but I guess it's an Irish, it's an Irish uh, language. And that's what the game is. It's become fluent in a foreign language. So that's kind of a fun little project. And it is 10 days out. The next one is something called Prototypical. Now, I went out on their uh, Kickstarter page, and Prototypical isn't typical. Their, their uh, video is an interesting video. It's well done, but it doesn't quite tell you or bring you up to speed on the game itself. Um, their logo and everything is difficult to understand. I, I, after I saw what it was supposed to, it spells out prototypical with crazy symbols, which makes it hard to read and hard to, hard to understand. But the game is interesting. It's a, it's a two to eight player card game where you're a cap, you're each captains of industry in the future racing to complete the most blueprints before the end of the game. Uh, what's interesting, let me just pull it up here, is that this game it's it's got 26 days to go so almost a full month it's sitting at 4% not a whole lot of backers right now and they are looking for $8,000 they're at 5%. But what's interesting when you uh read this that this is a non-collectible card game it's got two decks and it was created by a whole bunch of guys at the Boston Cardboard Game Jam at MIT. So this isn't just uh somebody randomly out of the garage putting this together these guys Put it together. We're at a at a con, and we're able to build this game. Uh, the goal of our project, they just want to pay for all the stuff, red tape, publishing, distrib- distribution, and all of that. And so they're asking for eight thousand dollars to do that. I think there's some there's, there's something here. I think this sounds interesting, but I don't capture the essence of the game in their video. Their video is cleverly done, but it misses the mark, in my opinion, of talking about the game itself. I want to see and experience the game. And uh, hopefully in the next 26 days, they'll figure out a way to do that because there's very little uh, information on their Kickstarter page. That's prototypical. Okay, take a look at them. Next, I love it when somebody fails at a Kickstarter project and then turn around and comes right back, makes some tweaks and comes right back and gives it a try again. I love that uh, because that tells me that, hey, you are serious about this and you are going to figure this out. So that brings us our next new project on the list. Fluke. Fluke has been on the list before. It failed to raise enough money. They're coming back and giving it a try again. It's called Wealth Building Game of Accidental Inventions. Kind of a whimsical little game. Uh, They're asking for $1,000, which is a good number. And they're 
They're currently at 6% with four weeks to go, 28 days to go. I think they're going to hit it this time. I think that they made some tweaks, figured out what they were doing, and uh, are going get it, to get it done. The squeaky wheel in the background is my dog, so I apologize about that. The third one uh, is pretty straightforward, and it's interesting because uh, they are, they've been out 31 days. They just showed up on my list. They're called Monster Stand-Ins, and basically it's the cardboard counters that uh, that you you know the cardboard little thingies that you stick in the little thingies and you stick them on the board and they move around you know what i'm talking about so cardboard characters so you don't have to actually have invest in a bunch of miniatures these are cardboard minis printed on plastic and uh, they have they're seeking ten thousand dollars and already have reached the magic 30 percent they're at 33 percent with 31 days to go so i'm guessing that this one there's a lot of interest in this one out there Uh, i know that having played with those in the past the cardboard tends to bend fray you stick it in and out of its little stand plastic printed i like that that uh that gives some that means it's going to stick around for a while all right so that's monster stand-ins and that's just brand new to our list this week as well. All right. That's it for Kickstarter. Serious. That's it. So that what is that? One, two, three, four. Uh, Irish language hunt. Kind of unique. Don't quite know what category to put that under. Prototypical card game. Fluke board game. Monster stand-ins accessory. Uh, and and uh, that's it for that's it for the um, for the what do you call it? Kickstarter list on Purple Pawn that's new. And that's interesting because this week, like last week, we've had one, two, three. We had three unsuccessful funded, one, two, three, four, four successfully funded. So seven dropped off the list and three got added, three or four. So the list is actually getting sh- uh, smaller and smaller. And I, I think that's going to happen here in this uh, in this next couple of months. You're going to continue to see. I think everybody was so busy with the holidays and we're just kind of all digging out from underneath of it. But that does bring us up to Indiegogo projects, which is something that traditionally I haven't covered on the show, but I, I'd like to now because there's a couple of games out there. There's one's called Gladiator. It's a com- basically a combat gladiator board game. They have raised $3,160, and they have three days to go. You can find them out on Indiegogo.com, I-N-D-I-E, go-go.com, and they're called Gladiators. The second game out there is called The Mystery of the Mountains. It's a, it looks like it's a, a dwarf dungeon exploring game. It's called Board Game of Exploring. They've raised a whopping $5. They have 20 days to go. So go take a look at that one, The Mystery of the Mountains. And the third one uh, comes from Greece. It's a, called, called, a game called Eragra, and they call it an unfolding card game. This game was a hit at Spiel. They've uh, had some challenges. They've had some uh, translation, localization challenges with their rule book, getting it from Greek to English. They have put their project on Indiegogo. They have raised $10 so far. They ha- it will be out there for 71 days. You have a long time to look at that one. 71 days. How old will I be in 71 days? Um, I, think I'll, I think I have a birthday between now and then. That's a long time. Okay, those are it on Indiegogo. Indiegogo is tough for me. Just This is a personal thing. It's tough for me to find games out there because it kind of mixes it all together and it makes it hard. All right, there's our update. Things that you might want to catch new to a Kickstarter this week. Not a whole lot to take a look at. But that's okay. That gives us more time to talk about the cool 
stuff that Kickstarter threw out at us um, with their kind of year in review. And I just want to talk about some of that real quick. They received a total of $99,344,382 in pledges. Holy crap. That's a lot of money. Basically, let's, let's just round it off. $100 million is how much they raised. That is one heck of a lot of money. And what's cool is that they tell us where that money came from. So as, as we review this real quick, as I pull it up here on my uh, computer, and we take a look at the year in stats, you know, uh, one of the best things, when I talk about Kickstarter to people, it, sometimes it's hard for people to understand this concept of Kickstarter, right? That you put out a project, you put your little dream out there, funding the dream, and then you ask people to give you money. Now, in the, in the board game space, it's slightly different because it's a very tangible thing that you get for giving. So if I had a board game, I stick it out there, you give me money, you get a game. So we can sometimes, in our little space, confuse it for a pre-order system and not for what it is to the rest of the $100 million of pledges, and that is pledging to people's concepts or ideas. But it's, it's some, similar. So, for example, um, the little wristwatch the guy who made the wristband for the nanos, you know, he raised nearly a million dollars on Kickstarter. Uh, nobody has raised a million dollars yet on Kickstarter. I talked to the Kickstarter folks uh, last month, went to lunch with one of them, uh, Cindy, a uh, great person, loves, and she loves the board game uh, space, and she kind of supports that. And she said that their prediction is this year uh, a, a project will cross the million-dollar mark. She also predicted that soon, because I think 12 to 13 of the films that are in, at the Sundance Film Festival this month in uh, Utah have been backed by Kickstarter projects. And they're, and they're predicting, and this will, this will be big for Kickstarter, they're predicting that soon they're going to win an Academy Award. An Academy Award is going to be won by a project that was backed by Kickstarter. That will bring incredible amount of exposure to the Kickstarter. And if you have a Kickstarter project, you know that people still don't know about this thing, right? You talk about, oh, I put my thing up on Kickstarter, and they look at you like, well, what is that? Well, it's, I put it up there, I ask for money, and people give me money. Really? Yep, that's how it works. You just, they just give me money. Well, that's not quite how it works. But here's some of the statistics that Kickstarter told us. They launched 27,000 projects in 2011, 27,000, and 11,000 of those, 11,836 were successful. Now, what's interesting is I've tracked this year how many of those were board games or card games or dice games or basically game-related things. And we're about 100, there were about 100, I can't, I'm not exactly sure because I didn't do great at keeping track earlier in the year, but we're about 110 to 111 or 112. Well, what that means is, is that we made up, woohoo! The board game space made up 1%, almost exactly, 1% of the successful projects uh, that were on Kickstarter in 2011. 1%. Now, here's what's interesting. Dollars pledged was $99 million. So basically, $100 million was pledged. Board games pledged $2 million of that $100 million. Why is that significant? Because... We were 2% of the total amount of money that Kickstarter successfully funded. 1% of the successful projects, but 2% of the money. That means board game and the game, board game space is making more money 
than than the other than normal than uh, the average. Uh, they got all kinds of things like uh, project success rate, which I did not track, but I am tracking it in 2012 to find out how many card games, dice games, RPGs, and board games are launched and then succeed or fail. So we can have our own stats within that space. Because what we're discovering, uh, AJ, a friend of mine over at um, Van Ryder Games, you know, he's put together some great stats in Board Game Geek. And one of the things that he and I together uh, kind of discovered is that the board game, the, the average funding levels for Kickstarter versus the average funding level for Kickstarter board games is different. Board games tend to fund heavier, more money than the average Kickstarter. It, it's, and this is what, where it shows up. We were 2% of the total funding, but only 1% of the successful projects. Uh, that's that's kind of cool. The project success rate is at 46%. Uh, I'm guessing based on just an instinct, it's a slightly higher in the board game space, but that might change. We'll see because we had 111 in 2011 for the board game RPGs and dice games. I'm projecting, or excuse me, what's that word called? I am predicting, thank you. I'm predicting that we will be at 300 plus uh, game related projects in 2012 that it's just going to pick up the golden age of kickstarter in the board game space is not over it is not a bubble for those of you who thought you're going to miss out you're not going to miss out if you've got a game that you think you want to bring out to the market trust me this will be a great year to bring it now you might not be a d-day dice and raise one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, but you're going to have success with your game one other category before we wrap up that i wanted to share with you it was interesting. They broke it up by category. So, for example, theater, which, uh, let's see. No, let's start with film. Film and video, $32 million. 3,200 successful projects, which means, what is that? That's $1,000 per project, a successful in film. So they're averaging $1,000 per project, right? No, that can't be right. Uh, 1000 one, two, three, no, $10,000 per project in film would put you at $32 million. And they had 308,000 backers. Wow, that's a lot. I have no idea how many were in the board game space. $32 million, that's the biggest, the biggest uh, chunk. The food, if you're doing something with food on Kickstarter, that, that came in just under $3 million. Photography, uh, that's at $2 million. Publishing, $5 million. Technology, $4.5 million. Theater, $4 million. Games. Now, this is both video games and all things board games. So RPG, dice games, uh, all the uh, board games, card games. That came in at $3.6 million with 253 successful projects. Now, here's, a, here's the last interesting stat I want to share with you before we wrap up, and that is the video game market is in the billions of dollars. And they're trying to figure out how to get Kickstarter to work for them, and it's not working. They can't figure it out. And this is one of the things that uh, Cindy over at Kickstarter shared with me, is that they're looking at the board game space and what's going on here in our space and trying to figure out what we're doing differently than what they're doing. And here's, here's why this number is important. $3.6 million was successfully pledged. Well, we know that $2 million of that was board games, so that means video games successfully pledged $1.6 million. 253 successful projects. Well, we know 110 of those successful projects were game related, board games. So we are less than half the, of the 
projects, but we are two-thirds of the money. I know my math isn't right on, so don't tweet me and, and say I got it wrong. It's close enough. The point is, is that we continue to fund at a higher level than traditional. And, and part of it is because a game, we're used to spending $50 for a game, but if you're developing an, iPod, an iPhone app, you usually sell those for a buck. It's tough to, to give something value to somebody if they give you $50. What do you give back to them for a video game? That's one of the challenges that they're faced with in the video game space. So there you go. There's some really fascinating and interesting statistics about what's happening in the Kickstarter world. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I tell you, this is going to be a great year for Kickstarter. Uh, look for my Kickstarter project uh, that will be out there. Uh, i got to run it by the Kickstarter folks, the Funding the Dream. You know, we're going to take our next season and kickstart that and uh, use that to keep this going. I've enjoyed it so much, and there's an opportunity for us to kind of just take it up a little bit of a notch, and I'm looking forward to do my first Kickstarter project and have some fun with that. And I look forward to uh, hearing from you. Contact me, rbliss at thegamewhisperer.com, or you can find me at Twitter, uh, Game Whisperer, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash thegamewhisperer. Go out, take a look, give me a comment. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I appreciate all the support. Everybody have a, a good night, enjoy themselves, and take care.